podcast. Podcast. Hello and welcome to Pumping Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Elise Eldridge. And today we're talking all about season one, episode 19 of Hannah Montana. It's called Money for Nothing, Guilt for Free. And today I am joined once again by my good friend, Kayla Littleton. Hi, Kayla. Hi, Elise. How are you? I'm sleepy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is a morning record, which I normally like, but today I'm sleepy. I'm putting it out there. If this episode sucks... It's because we're tired. It's because we're fucking tired. Okay. <laughs> this episode of Hannah Montana, I, I, as always, before I start um, the episode, I think to myself, I'm like, okay, what do I remember about this without watching? Right. And this one, I was like, well, I recognize the title and I saw on IMDb that the Sarah character is in it. And I know that yes. she's in like a lot of episodes going forward. Yeah. Um, so I remembered her, but I did not remember anything else. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I remember nothing else off the top of my head. And, um, and I was like, well, maybe I'll remember more as the episode goes on. No, <laughs> no, yeah. I remembered like none of this. <laughs> well, I rewatched season one a little more recently than you, I think, mm-hmm. other than like when we've been obviously watching to record. But, um, yeah. so I remembered the main things I heard about this episode was a lot of, just, oh my God, of course Sarah said that. Of course Sarah said that the whole episode. <laughs> and then I remembered um, that Oliver's the one that spills the beans. That's the only things I remembered about this episode. <laughs> I did not remember the content. I just know that Oliver messed something up in the end. Like, but that's also like almost every episode of Hannah Montana. So like, I'm not that impressed by myself that I remembered that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a pretty generic one. And we it, it took a while to get to the Hannah Montana of it all in this episode. Yes. And we, we've had a lot of episodes lately with, like, no Hannah Montana. So mm-hmm. I I guess, like, at least we've got some. And, like, we get, we get a discreet song in this. And it actually happened right. twice, which I thought was funny. Um, but we'll get to that. We open in Mr. Corelli's class. Mr. Corelli is back at it oh, again. Mr. Corelli. And... <laughs> I just want to say that he has never been trying to be Jack Black more than he was in this episode. (laughs) And that's really saying something because he's always trying Uh so hard to be Jack Black. Um, But really in this one. (laughs) Yes. And I I will say I enjoy him, but (laughs) but he's a lot. He leads them in this like, meditation like think of all the good things in your life (laughs) yeah so he he asks them to close their eyes and find their happy place um amber and ashley are there and their happy place is lip gloss i mean valid (laughs) is it i like for them place is it the place the happy place is them getting to apply lip gloss right it's Amber and Ashley. We can't think too far into it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> he has them do this exercise, and basically the end result is him telling them that they're going to be raising money for the United People's Relief Fund. Yes. Isn't that a real charity? 
It is, I don't right? Know. It sounds real. It sounds very real to me. I'm going to yeah. sound so stupid if it turns out it's not real. So I apologize. Yeah. I don't know if it is, but it sounds very much like a charity that exists. It sounds real. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they do this. And Sarah is like celebrating because of giving back. Whereas Amber and Ashley are celebrating because of the prize. Yeah. So <laughs> the prizes are that they get the, the the winning person or team who raises the most money for this charity that may or may not be real outside of the HMU. Um is they get the day <laughs> off from school, they get their picture in the newspaper, and a $300 gift card to the mall. I also want to mention that Mr. Corelli says that they're doing this to help the less fortunate, and Oliver's like, you mean Miss Dawson, the librarian? And Mr. Corelli yes. says, she is not less fortunate, she chooses to dress that way. <laughs> Yes, and then, like, says something about, like, which is unfortunate because something about pudding, like, she, he uses some metaphor that to say that she would be hot, but uses pudding, yeah. and I don't, she don't even like, remember what it was. All that in a, in a cup of pudding or something. Something like that. I, I couldn't get that part down, but I got the yeah. important part down. You don't need to know the like, pudding the metaphor. <laughs> he, like, loses his train of thought, and he's like, what was I talking about? And Miley goes, or it was... It was one of one of the three. It was Miley or Lily. Was like, uh, how hot you think Miss Dawson is? And he goes, No, I was thinking about pudding. And we're yeah. Like, okay, Mr. Corelli, you're not funny. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, and and so Sarah, who's. Uh, a new character in this episode, but this is certainly not the last time we see her, unlike some of the oh, other no. students. Um, <laughs> she uh, she is extremely charitable. Um, she was late to class because she was, like, helping so many people on her way to school. And yes. um, and Mr. Corelli says, Sarah, why is it every time I talk to you I have the urge to give blood? <laughs> and call my mother, which is much the same. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I like the part about giving blood. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's Sarah's vibe, honestly. Right. Because then later she says that her parents, like, met at a blood drive, too, which I'm just like, of course her parents are saints as well. Like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the competition. Uh, Amber yes. and Ashley, I guess, won last year. And Miley doesn't so much want to win for the prizes, although she does want the prizes. And Lily really wants the prizes. She wants the gift card to the mall. She needs a new skateboard deck. Yeah, she needs a new skateboard deck, which I'm like, I feel like that would take a lot of the $300 up. Right. And especially they're a team of three. Yeah. They each only get 100 bucks. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, that's not a lot of money. Right. Uh, But Amber and Ashley uh play like they're just being nice and that you know may the best person win but they actually are sticking signs on Miley and Lily's backs that say dork and dorkier um yes. which you have to admit is kind of a sick burn <laughs> <laughs> you got to hand it to them <laughs> burn ana yeah i mean they're very confusing characters but when they're clever they're very clever yes <laughs> and uh, this is this is the last that we're in the classroom for a little while and I just want to mention that um my boyfriend was in the room for the first half of this episode and he had a little bit of commentary um 
<laughs> he said that there are at most 12 desks in that classroom set. And I, I said, well, maybe they don't have problems with school overcrowding in the HMU. Um, duh. <laughs> duh. <laughs> um, all right. So we basically jump right into uh, Miley, Lily, and Oliver trying to raise money for this charity. They're going door to door and having like absolutely no luck. They then try juggling for charity and um, being a jug band. Uh, yes. <laughs> and, and then Christmas caroling. Yeah, despite it being apparently September. Although that also doesn't make sense because it was just Halloween two weeks ago. Right. So maybe this old lady did really take a really long nap. Yeah. But it's not quite Christmas. She woke yet. up in November. Because this old lady was a door. Yeah. She goes, last time I fell asleep, it was September. <laughs> I got to go get the elves out of the attic. Yeah, she says that the grandkids <laughs> will be there any minute. <laughs> Which like just because people are Christmas caroling, yeah, just just because people are Christmas caroling doesn't mean it's Christmas Day, um, <laughs> right? <laughs> but and she still doesn't give them any money. No, the point is they still fail. Oliver got attacked by a dog at some point. Like they, they just are not doing good. <laughs> yeah, and I I immediately was like, and so this this must be a sign that I remembered this plot subconsciously better than I thought because I was like, why aren't they using the Hannah Montana factor of it all to raise money? Like right. Hannah Montana could charge tickets to a charity event and have no problem filling seats, right. or uh, they could do what Amber and Ashley do, which we find out is they just ask their dads for as much money as it takes to be in the yes. lead in the charity drive. And they just give it to him. And I'm like, well, why doesn't Miley ask her dad for either some of his money from his singing right. career or some of the money she has rightfully earned as Hannah Montana? Right. Because that's, that's her. That kills me the most. And it, as, as we get further in, I don't know if you've gotten to the episode about the um, debit cards yet. That's the next episode. Um, yeah. So what drives me crazy about Hannah Montana, especially the first season, is – Miley clearly is the breadwinner for the family, but she has no access to money at all. Yeah, and to some extent, that's normal to for child stars, and at the same time... But not no access. Yeah, yeah. And it is... Like, I get that Robbie Ray is trying to raise his kid to be as normal as possible and to not, like, just be able to get whatever she wants, but right. <laughs> it's one of those things that like Jackson is allowed to spend his money from work to buy a car. Miley has been working presumably for at least a year. Yeah. And she doesn't get to buy herself anything. Like that's true. She has of, to ask him for money all the time. And like she should have at least right. some account that's spending money for her. Support. Yeah. Right. Because she has a job just like Jackson does. Her job maybe brings in more money and she shouldn't have access to all of it because she's 14. But like the fact that Jackson can save his surf shop money and buy a car, but Miley can't buy a pair of shoes in the next episode is a little ridiculous to me. It is a little ridiculous. I mean, we we probably aren't seeing the full situation. Probably. Because, I mean, she does have a massive closet full of ugly clothes for Hannah Montana. <laughs> that she does. Maybe, maybe it's like, you. Maybe, maybe Robbie Ray is like, you can only access your Hannah money for Hannah purposes. I don't know. But... Yeah, 
I just, and that just, so it still gets me. I'm like, okay, but Miley's a pop star. Why didn't she just like, go like, yeah, I have all this money. Hey dad, can I donate my, you'd think right. you'd say, yes, you can donate your own money to charity. Right, right. And at no point does she ask specifically for some money for me no. and Hannah. So like maybe if she had asked, but, and she didn't. Right. Maybe he'd be like, oh yeah, you want to use your earnings. Like maybe he would have said yes to that. Right. But so, I mean, we're skipping over just a little bit. Uh, we can, we can go back to it, but, uh, I mean, we're skipping over just a little bit of the A-plot to say this, but, um, they do ask, uh, Robbie Ray for money, um, like, because they just found out that Amber and Ashley's dads are bankrolling their operation. And he says that he could give them money, but he wants them to have to work for it. Right. And he had already given them some money, it seems. Like he said, I could give you more. Right. But because he did apparently already make a donation. Yeah. I, although, I mean, this comes back to our conversation that like maybe if she'd asked for Hannah money, he still would have been like, no, you need to earn this money for charity. To which I would say, right. wouldn't you rather the people that are suffering just get this damn money? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Well, that's my thing. It's like, they have the money, but now because she couldn't use her own money, she's having to go ask her fans for more money. <laughs> like, it just seems like, uh, well, and I mean, obviously, Robbie Wright didn't mean ask the Hannah fans when he said, you know, f- you know, fundraise more. But still, like, yeah, how did he not know his 14-year-old daughter wasn't going to use her fame? Like, she's 14. Of course she's going to use her fame. <laughs> well, I mean, it take her. It took her quite a while to get there. Um, but so right. going back just a little bit, they're back in the classroom. Sarah has raised a lot of money, and Miley Lily and Oliver have not. Um, Mr. Corelli has, like, this big custom gong with, like, a big dollar sign on it to hit when people bring their money in. <laughs> Which, where does he keep that the rest of the year? Yes. <laughs> um. I know. As someone who has taught middle school, you don't get a lot of storage space, <laughs> so I don't know where that goes. <laughs> uh, but he brings it at like varying levels of intensity for how much money has come in. But for Miley, Lily, yeah. and Oliver, he just like dings a triangle. <laughs> yeah, he just pulls. Out, I've got a special gong for you, and pulls out a triangle. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then this is this is where they find out that Amber and Ashley um, have only raised as much money because they asked their dads for it. And so then we get that scene of them back at the Stewart house. Um, they first ask Robbie Ray. He says no. And and then I, yeah, I wrote in my notes, he should give her the money she earns as Hannah Montana. Right. Because it's like, I totally understand as a parent, you want to, like, not spoil your child. You shouldn't give your 14-year-old all the money she's earning, of course. However, it's charity. Come on, Robbie Ray. Um, But then Lily and Miley come up with the idea about using the Hannah money. They say something about, um, oh, a celebrity could. And Oliver goes, if only we knew a celebrity. And they throw pillows at him because he's an idiot and how many times does he forget that he knows a celebrity yeah which is very ironic considering how obsessed with hannah montana he was when we first meet him um he really seems to have just blacked it out (laughs) yeah he's like oh yeah miley's hannah montana that's a thing yeah so then we get uh the first hannah montana concert we've seen in quite a while 
Um, many, yes. many episodes have gone by since the last time we saw well, this set. We've been so worried. We've been so worried about Jake Ryan. That's true. There, I mean, yeah, I mean, the entire time the Jake Ryan thing has been going on, there's been no Hannah concerts. Hannah. And then they've had yeah. guests staying at their house. <laughs> and like, they can't, right. they can't, uh, you know, focus on Hannah concerts when that's happening. Um, exactly. But we get the same classic, you know, the set. It's the yes. one set. She's wearing jeans with a skirt over it, like the usual Hannah concert footage. Yes, and she is singing Who Said, um, which yes. this is the first time we see Who Said on like this stage and like right. this setup. We had previously seen it when she does Top Rockers. Um, yeah. Or was it Top Rockers? The, the one where she does the like acoustic performance. Um, she's yeah. saying it there, but this is the first time we're getting it with like the full – um, instrumentation and I was like hell yeah because I love who said um, <laughs> and she then asked the crowd uh, immediately after finishing the song she asked the crowd to make donations to this charity and right. instead of and they all throw quarters yeah, at her. So instead of either going home making donations themselves or donating money to like a designated person in the concert arena they just pelt her with coins um <laughs> and she says, paper paper money only, but they keep pelting her with coins. <laughs> right. I just want to know who's bringing that many coins a, anywhere with them, but to a concert. Like, even in 2006, when I would go to a concert, I brought, like, my my wallet with, like, a card in it or some cash and my phone. Like, you wouldn't bring a bag of yeah, coins anywhere with you. that many like nickels and dimes just hanging out in their pocket. Right. Um, and, and, and who here, yeah. I would like you to donate to charity and then just pulls out a handful of coins and throws it at the pop right. star you're there to see. Oh, it was so crazy. Right. I've been to plenty of events. Like I've been to plenty of like shows, concerts where they've asked you to make donations, but you make a donation in the lobby in a specific bucket after the show. <laughs> like, I mean, I, don't I know. guess Miley clearly didn't think that one through. Yeah, and and I guess most of the <laughs> Hannah fans are kids. They like probably don't know better. Um, True. But then afterwards, we see them back back <laughs> in the Stewart House again, counting their money. Um, and all of a sudden, they've they've got a ton of paper money. It's not just like a, a bucket of coins. <laughs> and uh, right, <laughs> Miley said that getting that much money was easier than finding a mullet at a trucker convention. Uh, had to mention that, Sarah. <laughs> yes, more Tennessee. Than yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that in here. Um, I think at one point she tells Lily and Oliver, you would never survive in Tennessee. Yeah, it's right after she says that line. They're like, huh? Which, like, that's not even a yeah. confusing one. That's not even on the level of most of the things Robbie Ray says. No. And they're like, what do you mean? Uh, no. <laughs> so then uh, oh. Sarah comes by collecting donations. And I have to say, she's not, for like as into charity as she is, she doesn't seem that passionate about going door to door like before she sees that it's miley she's like clearly reciting a script that's like hello sir or madam it's like you can't look up 
Right. And she's like, oh, it's you, Miley. You live here. And Miley's like, yeah, yes, yeah, Sarah, come up. Like, come on in. Don't sit on my porch and ask me for money. <laughs> yeah. And so so we find out that Sarah wakes up very, very early every morning to do various yes. uh, charity works. Um, she only wants to win the competition in order to get the gift card to the mall in order to buy clothes to donate to the needy. Uh, and, you know – our trio immediately feel kind of guilty, but they're like, oh, what can but- we do? And Miley's like, no, what we can do is we can give the money to Sarah since she's the only one who's actually doing it for the right reasons. Um, right. She, however, will not take their money. Uh, she says that they earned it uh, and that they worked very hard for it. And Miley's like, uh, not really. <laughs> She can't tell Sarah why they didn't work hard for it. So they, she just goes, oh, okay. And Sarah leaves. Well, and, and, and just to, just to like hammer home how altruistic Sarah is, there's Miley's like, you're going to use all of the gift card to buy clothes for other people. You're not even going to buy like a pair of socks for yourself. And Sarah mentions that she only has two pairs of socks, a pair and a spare, because who needs more than that? <laughs> right. And Lily's like, uh, normal people. <laughs> like, they can't help but, like, in the same breath, like, praise Sarah for being a good human and then also completely rag on her. Yeah, I mean, her her mindset is just so far removed from theirs. They they just, like, can't even process it. Absolutely. Um, so, so, yeah, Sarah turns them down and then she leaves. And Miley and Lily are like, well, I bet you'd accept money from Hannah Montana. <laughs> um, and they... And oh boy, were they uh, right. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Like <laughs> Sarah Sarah had mentioned that she was gonna be at like the carnival later that night, um, trying to collect donations. And yes. so uh <laughs> they go. <laughs> but it's it's Miley and Lily as Hannah and Lola, and I was like, Oh god, why does Lola need to be there? Um and <laughs> That's about every time I see Lola outside of a concert setting. I'm like, why? Why does Lola need yeah, to be and there? Also, are you going to talk about Lola's outfit? Lola still bothers me as a concept. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not. I do. But um, Lola as a concept is just weird to me because, like, now you're asking Lily to do two lies. Whereas the like reason for having Lola is because, like, Lily wouldn't be able to lie about being friends with Hannah Montana. But now you're asking Lily to lie about who she is and lie about being friends with Hannah Montana. And I feel like it would have just been easier for Lily to just be friends with Hannah Montana and have them all just have to lie. <laughs> One yeah, lie. I mean, but, you there's know. definitely a case for that. And also... Hannah Montana just inspires insanity in children. You know, like it. Yeah, people go nuts as as happens in this scene. Um, people go absolutely crazy for Hannah Montana, and like, I mean, okay, I mean, I I can understand the rationale of Lily also having a secret identity for certain things, um, but like. I I wish that they tried a little harder at making it a second identity because for starters right. Lily and Lola are very similar names and mm-hmm. I made this po- point on a different episode which is that okay 
yes, Miley wears a wig as Hannah Montana, but people don't know that it's a wig because it's made to look yes. like real hair and it's like a normal hair color. Everybody knows right. Lola's wearing a wig. Everybody knows. So because she changes her hair color. And it's clearly Because more often it's, it's often purple. It's, it's clearly a shake and go but wig. But Lola does change her <laughs> hair color. Yes. And and right. my thing is, okay, people can get over the Miley Hannah thing and excuse their face blindness because right. they think that this is just a, a different person. But like with Lola... It's clearly somebody in some form of disguise. And so I feel like it would be easier for people to figure right. out that she's Lily just based off of her appearance. And because so yeah. little of her actually changes. Well, they don't put like any effort into Lily and Oliver's disguises. And that's killing me. It's like Oliver all of a sudden is this like 15 year old kid with a freaking soul patch, you know, when he finally gets his disguise. And I'm like, it's just like they don't try. And so it just makes me laugh. Like, what what's the point of them having an alter ego then if you're not even gonna try? Right. And it's it's kind <laughs> of I mean, we haven't seen Oliver's alter ego yet, although I mean, like on the show, we've seen it. <laughs> and and you're right. It's yeah. just facial hair right. and he dresses <laughs> a little differently. And like everybody would be able to tell that that's him. And it kind of comes back to when Robbie right. Ray is around Hannah Montana, he has different facial hair he but he doesn't change his name or anything and he still presents as hannah's no. dad and manager so people know that robbie ray <laughs> is hannah montana's right. dad it's, it's silly so it, it again it complicates things uh, but here's the deal we've talked about this a million times like since the beginning of this this show they did not think through the secret well enough and it just there are so many holes in this secret that it does not make sense that the show lasted four seasons without someone finding out. But that's just the reality. I mean, I honestly, I mean, if if they had just paid more attention to detail to the people around Hannah Montana, I don't think it would have been as much of a problem. But it does raise questions right. when Robbie Ray is just himself in a mustache, you know, how people don't sort right. that out. Hannah Montana, just as her own entity... I can see people buying yeah. it. But it's when you get other people oh, involved that it starts to fall apart. Right. Um, and yeah. yeah. And and in this particular case, I'm not convinced that Sarah wouldn't have recognized Lily. I'm not, I'm not convinced. Okay. Nice. Sure. She's dressed like an insane person. She's dressed like one of, of the course, extras or not extras, but you know what I mean? One of like the, one of like the ensemble members in our college production of rent. Um, just layers <laughs> upon layers of crazy shit. Um, <laughs> I'm having I'm having some traumatic I'm flashbacks specifically here. Specifically, of <laughs> outfit. Um, yes. Oh my god, our homeless person outfits and rent were uncomfortable and heavy and had seven more layers. Than yeah. They <laughs> I personally didn't have to wear one, but. <laughs> No, you had great pantsuits. You got the awesome pantsuits while we were all in, like, just layers of crap. Just hats and scarves and shorts over pants. Like, just the most insane stuff. Yeah. So, uh, it's, anyway. it's all very Lola is what I'm saying. Like, it's and, – yes. and Lola's outfit in this, I, like, couldn't even write it down. I'm just like, it's just classic awful. No, they just wasn't much to say. They just, just don't like her. Um, but so they go – yeah. So, 
Hannah in a blue hoodie because she's trying to be discreet and Lola looking like Alana in Rent roll up to Sarah. I get that they're like, we got to do this now and we know she's going to be at the fair, but why not have Hannah Montana like pay a visit to Sarah's house or something? Right. I'm like, don't take Lily. This could easily be a solo mission for Hannah Montana. Lily does not need to be there. She only complicates things. So yeah, so so they show up. Yeah. Sarah immediately freaks out and and she passes out with excitement. Right. Before she can say Hannah Montana, which is good because they were like, no, don't say it. And then she passes out. Then she comes screams. to and screams, Hannah Montana. And so uh, <laughs> they don't even deal with what they need to deal with. They run off and they hide from the ensuing yeah. mob. In a ball pit, a ball which pit. I have never seen at a carnival, but okay. That seems unsanitary. <laughs> but anyway, so they go in. They first come out in their normal yeah, hair. They, they come out. They come out wigless, and uh, and and everyone's like, "Where did Hannah Montana go?" And they're like, "Oh, that way." And <laughs> right, they're they're in the same clothes as Hannah and Lola, though. They're in the same right. clothes, you yeah. guys. It's- it's but so yeah, stupid. and then, then there's a sequence. That, yeah, it's a sequence of them popping back in, coming back up. They've got opposite wigs on. And Each then they pop wigs. back, come back up. They still have opposite wigs, but now they're like both wearing the same sweatshirt, like at the same time. And then they pop yes. back out and they come back up and they're Hannah and Lola again. And then they leave the pit. They're like, hey, why did you pinch me in there? And they're like, I didn't pinch you. You pinched me. And then... And we have a Noah spotting. A Noah sp- I love. I love like Noah every other up. episode. Honestly, I love it. I honestly wish they had given Noah more of a role like they did with Frankie and Jonas. Like, I wish Noah had an official role in Hannah Montana because she just pops up as a random kid every few episodes. And she's the funniest like part of this I think it's the same episodes. kid that just is like lives in the area. Right, and she just appears, and she'll scream, or she'll do something sneaky, or yeah. just be adorable. So, so not, <laughs> Noah pops up out of the ball pit and, like, rubs her hands together and is like, hee, 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 hee. Which is so funny. Because <laughs> she was pinching them. <laughs> this begs the question, though. Does, does she now know the Hannah secret? <laughs> right. Well, and that's the thing. Noah's character shows up a couple times in the series where you think that this girl could blow the whole Hannah secret and they really missed an opportunity to have Noah be the one who blows it. <laughs> I just, because this little girl sees so much. That's true. And they don't use any of it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just kind of like Billy Ray and Miley had to bring Noah to set that day. So they threw her in the episode in a lot of these episodes. And it just seems like they should have actually used it more. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they they finally get the money to Sarah, and she takes it, and that's pretty much that. They are back in class. Mr. Corelli is in full Jack Black mode. Uh, at this point. Oh, yes. He's, like, about to announce who won the charity thing, and he does this drum roll, and he does, like, these, like, turns full into body drum, drum solo. solo, just big and long, and, like, we're like, okay, we get it, dude. You want to be the star of School of Rock. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he announces that Amber and Ashley have still won. And 
apparently Oliver was bragging to them about how much money Sarah mm-hmm. raised and how she was going to win. And so Amber and Ashley, God damn it, Oliver. of course, they just go back to their dads and are like, actually, we need more money. And they're like, okay. <laughs> right? I just, uh, Oliver... Oliver, Oliver. Of course, Sarah is still happy for them. She's like, what matters is that the people that were that are going to be affected by this charity get more money. Like, that's what's important here. Yeah, my note there was just Sarah is just like too pure for this world. And it kind of inspires Miley and Lily because it kind of gets them angry that like Sarah's here so happy for Amber and Ashley and Amber and Ashley are over here just like ha 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 we won and so Miley and Lily sabotage their newspaper interview yeah so they go over and they're like Amber actually you guys are like being modest they were just telling us about how they're going to be donating their gift card winnings uh to buy clothes for the needy and and also for their day off from school, they're going to spend it working at the soup kitchen. And because they said this in front of a reporter, they can't not do it. And because right. now the reporter goes to the soup kitchen, and that's the picture that gets published is them at the soup kitchen. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's a pretty good comeuppance. And. I mean, we're about to talk about the B plot, but that's the end of the A plot. Yes. And I really thought it being the end of the episode and all that's left is the bumper that we were going to get something as like a resolution to the B plot, but we don't. No, there's not. No. <laughs> what we get is the same clip of Hannah Montana performing who said that we got earlier. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. That's it. That's all that we and get, like, which wait, is like, what? Oh. <laughs> and like, that's a weird song to end on. Like who said, like, doesn't really apply. <laughs> so it was one of those things that was like, okay, mm-hmm. end of the episode. Mm-hmm. It was kind of just like abrupt. Like, oh, the episode's over. Okay. Okay. B plot time. Yes. Uh, Cooper is back after a long absence. Yep. Hey, Coop. <laughs> and he kind of triggers the B plot. He does. And I will also say that he looks a lot older than the last time we saw him. Uh, Mm -hmm. He's got a new haircut. Cooper and Jackson are playing basketball with Robbie Ray, or I guess Jackson's playing basketball with Robbie Ray and Cooper's just watching. Um, But Cooper tells Jackson that his dad always lets him win at basketball because Jackson is so short. And Jackson's like, no, (laughs) dad, okay, if you're really taking it easy on me, then like, (laughs) <laughs> don't take it easy on me and we'll just see how it goes. Right. And he calls his dad oldie locks, which is funny. A lot of, yeah, a, a lot of, a lot of jokes lately about Robbie Ray's hair and being um, super blonde. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes you just got to rag on your dad's hair. Um, but yeah, so they play one-on-one again after Robbie Ray's like, oh, well, I mean, they that. play one-on-one again. Jackson right. tries to get play. shots and Robbie immediately blocks them because he's like a head yeah. and a half taller. Right. So it doesn't go well for Jackson. So Jackson decides he needs to find something he can beat his dad at. They first start with a thumb war, which does not go no, well. <laughs> Robbie Ray appears to break Jackson's thumb. And like, I guess he doesn't because they're like fine two seconds Jackson's later. Fine. But yeah. but <laughs> you would think he did. And then we got, uh, I 
I didn't notice this until, again, my boyfriend said something, but he pointed out that uh, Robbie's shirt in this scene, uh, you can really see his nipples through it. Um, (laughs) Which as soon as he pointed that out to me, I was like, cool, I can't not see that now. I can't not stare at Robbie Ray's nipples. Thanks, Ray. Thanks, thanks, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to point that out. That's the kind of thing I should have noticed. That's on me. Right. No, of course. <laughs> it's just, I love that Rick's the one that knows that. Y'all, you are in for a treat when Rick finally comes on this show. Oh, by the time that this is out, he's already been on the show. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. Because Rick's opinions about all the things Elise watches are some of my favorite things to hear. Every time Elise texts me, Rick was just sitting next to me and said this. I'm like, yes, Rick is right. <laughs> no, uh, Courtney, Courtney, and I, Courtney always gets very excited when uh, Drag Race is on and I'm watching it because then she knows that she'll get some backseat opinions on Drag Race from Rick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, and oh, after Robbie Ray potentially breaks Jackson's thumb, Jackson's like, yeah, you can't even beat. And then Robbie Ray's like, yeah, you have your mom's thumbs. And Jackson's like, I have lady thumbs. Oh my God, I didn't even and, like, hear that line. I must have been too focused on the nipples. Yeah. He says, I have lady thumbs. <laughs> and then they move on. Yeah, then Jackson, I guess, then really wants to get good at ping pong since he doesn't have to be tall to play it. Uh,. <sighs> Cooper's like teaching him to be good at ping pong. I like this montage of him learning to play ping pong, and he apparently eventually gets okay at it, and then does a victory dance. And Cooper goes, "Oh, now I have to teach you how to dance," because <laughs> Jackson's just not good. But that's like all we see until we come up to the father-son ping pong tournament. Yeah. So <laughs> I was confused here, and they don't again. They don't resolve this plot really. This 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 no, scene here is the last we see of the B plot. But so they play a ping pong game. Jackson wins. And to me, it seemed obvious that Robbie Ray was letting him win again. But yeah. but I For guess sure. not because like they don't address it and like Jackson from winning at ping pong, although, you know, if it was me, I would be like, how do I know that he's not just letting me win again? But right. I'd be paranoid. Right. About it. <laughs> uh, but Jackson gets a really big head about having won. And had Robbie Ray let him win, this is where I would have thought that Robbie Ray would be like, well, you don't need to be that excited because I let you win. <laughs> but he doesn't say that. Right. No. So then they get to a competitive streak again about everything. Because Jackson like races him to his towel. Robbie Ray's like, it wasn't a race, so that's weird. But then Jackson decides that they're going to chug water. And that's when Robbie Ray gets into it. It's like, next best two out of three. Let's do it again. Come on. Yeah. Jackson Jackson turns then turns everything into a competition. Like, who can get to their towel the fastest? Who can pick up their water bottle the fastest? And it ends with them, like, with these like extreme close-ups of their faces of them like looking intense and looking all like game on and then we don't see any more of it that's the end of the b plot because they don't have the bumper at the end they just have the same clip of miley singing who said and i i was very confused i really thought that robbie ray had let jackson win again but we'll never know they never address it 
Right. They don't address it. And I thought it's weird. What I did like about this B-plot, I liked that it was in this episode because I liked that both plots were about competition. I thought that was very seamless because not often do the B-plot and A-plot have anything to do with yes, each other. that's a good point. And these ones don't have, anything, don't have anything specifically to do with each other, but they are thematically the same. So it kind of kept this episode very much on the same theme. But then, like, the B-plot never wraps up. So it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was... It was odd. I mean, but I will give it that what you just said, and I hadn't considered that, which is that they are thematically linked. Um, Although we never get the resolution to the Um, (laughs) B-plot. Correct. (laughs) But so, yeah, I mean, that's that's the episode. There's, like, not that much to say about it. And especially coming off of several episodes where it's been, like, universe-breaking paradoxes every two seconds, and we just have so much to talk about. This one is just pretty cut and dry. It's yeah. it's over. It's resolved quickly. Was there anything that we didn't touch on that you really need to address? I don't think so. And usually I'm, you know, the one that comes in with like a ton of fashion stuff, but I really didn't. Miley wore like a really bad vest in the beginning <laughs> that I hated. And that was that. Miley also wore a lot of brown and blue in this episode, which was like definitely a thing that I did <laughs> as well. But like it was just, like, every outfit Miley wore had brown in it in some capacity. It felt like, and I was like, who, who wears that much brown? Um, Miley Stewart. And then Lily wore gauchos and it made me really want gauchos <laughs> again, because that was my favorite middle school pants style. Um, but they were green, so they weren't okay. the best. But that's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the only fashion stuff that really stood out to me was um, in the first scene or two, uh, Oliver is wearing just, an, an, just the ugliest outfit. It is so ugly. It's like a very <laughs> ugly red t-shirt over a very yeah. ugly like yellow and orange checked button down with green pants. It's really bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just it's so funny to me that they like put so much effort into what Oliver wears when you know that middle school boys in 2006 only wore basketball <laughs> shorts. Like there's not nearly enough basketball shorts on Oliver until he becomes Mike Stanley. God, I forgot that that's what his name is. <laughs> you can really tell where I so dropped I, off watching Hannah Montana. It's going to become so obvious when well, we get there on this show. Yeah. Well, I realized today when I went to watch this episode that I, when I stopped watching last month, I had gotten just like halfway through season two. <laughs> like, actually, probably been more than halfway through season two. You probably just wanted to get to Achy Jakey Heart. <laughs> I did get to Achy Jakey Heart and it made me okay. I loved it. I love, honestly, season two has some of my favorite episodes because it has the Jonas Brothers and it has Achy Jakey Heart. <laughs> And that's all I need out of Hannah Montana. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, outside of that Oliver outfit, there was Robbie Ray's nipple shirt. And then he also, yep. he, in the, like, second part of the B-plot, he's wearing this pink button down with, like, a red pattern yeah. to it, which is also kind of weird. And then the aforementioned Lilia's Lola outfit. Again, I, like, can't even describe it. I, I couldn't yeah. even attempt to take no. it down. Again, I will post a picture. It's very similar to the outfit she wears um, for the Halloween party in Torn Between Two Hannahs. It's very similar to that, except her hair is less crazy. It's just very interesting to see, like, how it's... What I like about talking about fashion with Hannah Montana is it 
it really does feel real, like what we did wear in middle school. However, watching it now, I'm like, why are you wearing that? And then I go, oh, wait. I remember what my closet looked like in 2006. Well, I, (laughs) you know, some of it, sure. The Lola outfits, no. No, No, Lola never. No. But (laughs) Hannah Hannah and Lily outfits, those, I'm like, yes. Lily is very similar to how my younger sister dressed. Lola's style is just like an, yeah. it's like what an alien would put together if they came to Earth and were like, is this how people dress? <laughs> right. So yeah, it's just really funny because like I definitely dressed a lot like Miley when I was in middle school, and my younger sister dressed a lot like Lily. And then Lola's just another story. And Hannah, Hannah has a lot of things that are similar to what Miley wears, just sparklier. So I mean, Hannah's fine, but Lola is just like a what are you even doing? Yeah. Yeah. And and that's that's how it goes. <laughs> it's it's going to only get worse on that front, I'm pretty sure. Oh, so much worse. <laughs> well, okay. Any final thoughts? I don't think I have any. I, don't think, I think this episode is kind of like, yeah, yeah, it happened. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's looking at this stretch from this episode onto the end of the season. Um, I was looking at those preparing to record for all of them, and I was like, I was like, God, I really don't remember most of these. Um, and there's there's a couple. I'm like, I'm like next week's one. I was talking um, with Courtney, who's going to be the guest on that one, and she was like, Is this one crazy? And I was like, I don't think so. I don't really remember it. And then I thought about it for a second, and I remembered that yes, actually, that episode is crazy. <laughs> and so I'm very excited to talk about that one. Um, which will be out uh, a week from when this is out. Um, yeah, so I mean, talking yeah. about that, next week is season one, episode 20. It's called Dead It Be. Uh, yeah, and Courtney will be back for that one. Kayla, do you want to plug where people can find you? Yes, so um, I can be found at stylebykaylaxo.com. I also am the host of the Lifestyle Podcast, um, which uploads episodes two days a week on Tuesdays and Fridays. Um, and the, I mean, the easiest place to find me always is Instagram, Kayla Danielle 11. That's where I'm, I'm always there. So find me. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you so much to Kayla for being on the show. Thank you for coming back. Um, I'm sure I'll have you back again soon. Uh, maybe for season two, maybe for season two. That's crazy. That's crazy that we're almost to season two. It feels like this. I like, know, just and I, yesterday. I was <laughs> when we first started. I was like, God, there's 26 episodes in the first season, and now it's like, oh my god, <laughs> we're almost there. <laughs> we're getting into season two, and season two is where you're going to get your best Kayla content. <laughs> you no, know that's true. Everybody, everybody, get excited for season two Kayla appearances, um, <laughs> because it's my favorite season of Hannah Montana. <laughs> And thank you so much to all of you for tuning in this week to Pumping Up the Podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed the episode, and I hope you'll uh, come back next week for, like I said, Season 1, Episode 20, Dead It Be. Um, in the meantime, if you want to follow me online, I am on Twitter at LovelyLisi and Instagram at Actor Elise. And I would love it if you guys followed the show online on Twitter at Pumping Up the Pod and on Instagram at Pumping Up the Podcast. Um, if you guys want to leave a review, I haven't asked you guys to do that yet, but if you wanted to leave a review on Apple or Spotify, or, well, can you leave a review on Spotify? I don't know, but I know you can on Apple. <laughs> yeah. 
if you wanted to leave a review on Apple, I would, uh, I'd also appreciate that. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to getting to know uh, all of my sweet niblets <laughs> a little better. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thanks again for listening. I hope you'll join us next week. And until next time, keep on pumping up the party.